victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. This is the podcast that proves the horror never ends. Each episode, we seek out and review a brand new horror movie. What the fuck am I saying, guys? Half the fucking movies we've done haven't even been horror lately. Brian, what's up with that, man? Uh, nothing good's been out. But uh, we, we got we got some horror coming up next couple weeks. All right. Well, in this case, a brand new superhero movie. And then we go back and find a classic work with similar themes. Uh, as you know, if you listen, we're always going to include spoilers for the new film. But... Uh, we will be polite enough to wait until the very end of the show to spoil the new one, and we will let you know before we do so with a spoiler alert. Uh, if you do not wish to hear the spoilers at this time, just turn us off, and we promise you won't miss a thing. Uh, now, we generally assume that most of you listeners have already seen the classic film, but I don't think tonight's is... Is it considered a classic by anyone <laughs> at all? Cult? Uh, cult classic, yeah. Maybe... <laughs> Okay, well, there will be spoilers when we discuss anything that has been out for at least a year. The other thing that we may do from time to time is use a few four-letter words. This is usually, half the time, this is a horror podcast, so since horror movies tend to be R-rated, you can expect us to be too. I'm Lance, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Brian and Philip. How's it going, guys? What up? Pretty awesome. I'm here. Philip, how are those Christmas lights coming, man? Uh, working on it. We got yeah? Christmas lights in this beach. <laughs> At least you got it started, man. It's more than we can say. Yeah. All right, Brian, uh, other than the weather, man, what's your cool of the week? Two new shows this week. Um, one came out on Netflix, the other came out on Hulu. Uh, yeah. Go with the, the Hulu one first. Um, I started Future Man. Ah, with, uh, I was just talking uh, with my son about that. Yeah, um, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, I remember when we reviewed the trailer, we talked about how you know it reminded us of um, the Last Starfighter. Okay. Um, oh. It's because um, I can't. I found out that because uh, Seth Rogen's one of the writers on it, um, he was trying to do a remake of the Last Starfighter, and the script ended up turning into this show. Ah. So. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, um, it's a quick watch. I'm almost done. It's uh, I think it's about 13 episodes, and they're about a half hour each. So mm-hmm. it's going on pretty good. The other one is The Punisher on Netflix. Oh, oh is nice. that out? Gee, I had yes. no idea. And um, I'm probably six or seven episodes in. And I have to say, I'm kind of bored. What? Oh, well, no. Slightly. No, no, no. That always happens halfway through the, the Netflix shows, man. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's... It's not It's not John Bernthal. 
every every everything he's doing as the Punisher is fantastic. I just feel like the story's just dragging just a little bit. Oh, that's uh, anybody else check it out or no? I completely forgot about it. Yeah, and yeah. You, you were the you were the one out of all three of us, Philip, that we thought this show was custom made for you. Oh, I know. I was so what looking forward to it. I just haven't had the opportunity to check I'm, it out. I mean, maybe it's just me, but it's mm-hmm. just there's just there's been a couple of episodes where I'm I was just like, you know, I there's, there's a lot of stuff better lead to something bigger because it's just I'm just like, come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, John Bernthal is fantastic in this, and I've seen online people. There's some people complaining about it. it's too violent. Shut the fuck up. It's right? the Punisher. Right. <laughs> you are watching the Ron show. Yeah. But um I mean, overall it's it's pretty good. It's just there 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 are some episodes where I, I like I said, I'm only halfway through. Maybe it's leading to something, so come next week maybe I'll have a different opinion. But uh right now it's it's dragging a little bit for me, so Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm that's... three I'm three episodes in, man, and I'm I'm loving it so far. Oh, cool, cool. And, uh, oh, real quick, uh, a show I never watched in my life, uh, X-Files. Um, I'm starting to go through those, so um, yeah. that's going pretty good. I'm enjoying oh, cool. it. So, yeah, I was a big X-Files fan. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I guess there's a new season coming uh, January, so well, probably probably won't, probably won't burn through all of them by January, but... Um, uh, they've been pretty fun so far, so that's pretty much what I've been watching all week. Nice. I uh, my cool week this week uh, was was not even really a movie. I uh, I took my son. Uh, it was first birthday to um uh, see an Imagine Dragons show. Oh, and cool! <laughs> it was kind of amazing. <laughs> was like, he rocking was out, man? Really, uh, he was just kind of sitting back and taking it all in. He's seven, mm-hmm. so uh, may have been a little young. But, uh, his he, first concert? Yeah, first concert. He he definitely enjoyed it, but he wasn't, you know, jumping up and down and screaming like I expected him to be. Like everybody else in the audience was. It was like it was it was an experience, man. Those guys know how to put on a live show. Mm-hmm. And uh <laughs> K Flay and uh who was the other one? Well K Flay was uh, pretty amazing. Like she came off way different live than she does on the radio. Okay. So, impressed with that. So pretty good show, huh? Yeah, that was uh that's that's gotta be my cool of the week. I think that's the only thing I've yeah. I only have watched a whole lot of T V since then. Getting getting everything moved into the new house and everything, huh? Yeah, still trying to play catch up, plus I'm I'm taking care of customers on the north side and living on the south side, so I got like a mm-hmm. four four hour round trip to work pretty much. Ooh, man. Yeah. Well, taking up less time. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure eventually you're gonna, you know, get to where you start having customer base down there on your side of town. Oh yeah, well, you know. Um, yeah, I, mean, my, I had a pretty, I had a pretty good week. Watch, watch some cool stuff. Like I said, I checked out some Punisher and all that. But uh, oh man, far and away, my cool of the week is uh, Brian. I think it was your cool of the week last week, man. A little, uh, little movie with Glenn from The Walking Dead in it. Oh. I saw Mayhem. Uh, nice. This is a fucking awesome movie. Dare I say it's better than the Belko experiment, in my opinion. Yeah, I, really good. yeah. Uh, 
I think for me, what made it is Samara Weaving. Like I, I don't know. I'm I'm loving her right now. She she plays that crazy role really well. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I was going to say, man. First of all, I absolutely in love with Samara Weaving. <laughs> Might have to be the new hall pass. Sorry, Christina Ochoa. You fill, you filled it in while, uh, <laughs> while, while the blood drive was on, but I think I got to move on, baby. I'm sorry, sweetheart. But where uh, was man, this one? Was it on? Hey, is it on Netflix? Uh, what's that? Is it on Netflix? Where Where was it? Oh, Mayhem. Yeah. Uh, no, it was uh, it was an on demand movie. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, an on, gotta, it's an on demand movie. Brian, is that is that where you found it too? Just kind of had to had to find it on demand. Sure. I didn't That's see it on, any, on it. any sur on any service or anything like that, unfortunately. But uh, I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty out there, Philip. Uh, pretty readily you. available. Yeah, you, um, you can find it. I know a number That's of people who've seen it, and it's getting really good reviews for most of the people that I that I like. <laughs> and the actual critics are kind of like you know split on it, but I think more to the more to the good. But it's it's our kind of movie, big time. I mean, it's got like everything we like in a movie. And it's not, you know, what I like about it. It's not really, you know, I don't think it's really pigeonholed. It, it's not. It, it doesn't. It, it, it's like the Belco experiment, but it's totally fucking different from the Belco experiment. You know? Yeah. It just takes it takes elements from a lot of different types of horror and action movies and puts them together. But I but I think that uh, yeah, between the the two, between the two leads, it was awesome. And this uh, Joe Lynch guy is is rapidly becoming one of my one of my favorite younger directors. Uh, have you guys seen Everly with uh, my previous Hall Pass Salma Hayek in it? Yes. <laughs> Fucking I mean, Hall badass Pass movie. That, Speaking of badass, he di he directed one called uh, Nights of Badassdom. <laughs> have you have you guys seen this? Uh, yeah. You didn't like it. Oh. I love oh. You, man. It, it was it was okay. I love oh, I love uh, Peter I love Peter Dinklage in it. Yeah, what's not to like, man? I mean, like, look, it was his first feature length film. Okay, he did a segment in Chillerama, and other than that, just I think a bunch of shorts before that. But I I keep an eye on Joe Lynch. I think he's going places. I really yeah. do. Opening weekend box office for Murder on the Orient Express, which. Uh, Philip, uh, Denny wasn't too happy that uh, you were laughing about uh, Daddy's Home 2 opening <laughs> higher. I know it. Hey, but listen, it's not like I'm not going to watch the damn movie, but come on. <laughs> Daddy's mm -hmm. Home 2 is is not a big blockbuster movie that's going to come out in the theaters. It got, I saw maybe <laughs> two trailers for it ever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Murder on the Orient Express opened at twenty-eight point six million, with an additional fifty-eight million international. So right. made uh, over over eighty-seven million opening weekend total. Not bad. I don't think that's bad at all well, for that kind of movie. It's kind of like a smaller independent. Well, it had a lot of big stars in it, but it had that indie feel to it, you know. Yeah, and and I had read uh, Kenneth Branagh. Is that his name? I think so. Yeah, Branagh. Yeah, he. He's interested in uh, doing more stuff with the character. I I am interested in seeing him mm -hmm. play that character again. Maybe I'm I'm not going to rush to the theater, but I would definitely watch him uh, do that character again. Yeah, I'd be interested in that. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I think it was a one-off remake. I don't I don't think that they'll go anywhere with it. Yeah. Right. 
probably um something that i left off uh actually was on my notes last um last week mm-hmm. that i wanted to bring up uh ryan johnson who's uh, directing um next month's uh star wars last jedi um he's been given the reins to do an all new star wars trilogy after episode nine Ooh. Yeah, I heard something about that, but but is he is he directing the entire trilogy though, or is he just kind of going to oversee it and maybe direct the first one? I'm not sure if he's directing as of now, but I think he is completely overseeing the entire trilogy, and this is going to be a brand new trilogy, no Skywalker's or any of that. It's going to be all brand new. Hmm. So um, this actually well. got got me a little excited because. They have to have a lot of faith in what he did with The Last Jedi to give him an entire brand new trilogy. Okay. That's true. I'd, I'd be, I mean, I think you have to at least carry over some characters, which I'm sure that they will. They're not dumb. Yeah. And uh, with that news, um, Disney, uh, we, we talked about Disney doing their own subscription uh, streaming service. Uh, they're going to be doing an all new Star Wars series. Yeah, that that I've been looking forward to. I, they talked about that ten years ago, man, as an idea. Yeah, and it just never yeah. happened. Yeah, I think this is, this is bad news yes, for Netflix. Not, not a cartoon. Well, okay. but is it bad news for Netflix, or is it just you know? I mean, I think Netflix will probably still keep their subscribers. I think you're just going to be looking at you know another fucking ten dollars a month we're going to have to spend. You know, I'm not going to yeah, well, Netflix over this. Yeah, I'm not either, but they might. They, just because we're not leaving doesn't mean other people. I mean, um, right. I think after uh, Daredevil, possibly, um, they're pulling mm-hmm. all their Marvel and Disney stuff off of Netflix. Okay. Oh, well. Makes, yeah. makes sense that they would do that, you know? So, and the, the plan is for the price uh, to be well under Netflix's. Oh, okay. Yeah. A lot of people are uh, a lot of people are speculating around like five ninety nine to six ninety nine. Wow! If well, that's without if that's without commercials, that's a steal. Because think of the entire library of Disney movies. Yep, that's a good startup. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd and we're going to bucks for streaming services instead of for cable. Yeah, yeah. and let's not so let's not forget uh, they're going out. Uh, Disney's going after Fox to get their their library too. So wow. I hope they do. Aggressive. Yeah. Um, well, we talked about Quentin Tarantino looking for a studio for his Manson family movie. He has found one at Sony. So Sony is backing his movie. Oh, cool. Okay. Maybe uh, Tom Hardy as Venom will show up or something. Until the next uh, controversy. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> You guys uh, ever watch the uh, the Chiller Channel? Nah, I never have. Mm-mm. Well, I guess you guys uh, won't be sad to see it leave because uh, <laughs> it's being shut down January first. There will oh, be no more man. Chiller. Well, oh, was, uh, hey, at least at least it got it got the horror TV thing started before most of the others. So at least it was kind of a groundbreaker, but. Um, I have actually watched a couple of movies on it, and yeah. it was kind of like five minutes of movie, ten minutes of commercial, five minutes oh. of movie, seven minutes of commercial. Yeah, that sounds so, about right. Could do without that, you know. Uh, 
let's see here. Uh, have you guys heard that Blumhouse has submitted Get Out at this year's Golden Globes as a comedy? Really? What? Yes. Ooh. Uh, I don't know, we'll man. See how that works. I guess they're worried about the competition in the drama category? Possibly. I don't know why they would be. Get Out was pretty amazing. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, yeah, because like there's either the for for what is it? You said Golden Globes, right? Yes. So they either have drama or comedy slash musical, and I definitely don't remember hearing a musical number in that one. Do you guys? Uh, not that I can remember. <laughs> I don't think I'd call it a comedy. <laughs> well, the only guy that was comedic was uh, oh, the guy that was on the phone. His his buddy, yeah. Oh, the, yeah, the the TSA the guy, airport guy, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he was not, that does not make it like a funny. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Oh Jesus, nah, that's a bad call, man. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't like. That Is there not like a horror section? There should be. Yeah, hell yeah, there should be. We have to do our own awards. Actually, uh, Fangoria Magazine has the Chainsaw Awards. Maybe we'll. Uh, well, I'm sure it'll clean up there. The yeah. Horror Returns Awards. <laughs> we can do that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like the sound of that. Yes. Hey, get on top of that, Brian. Dude, put something on our, our Facebook group, man. Okay. All kidding aside, man, we can we can have votes on that and stuff. Why not? All right, let's uh, let's let's see what we can do here. Um, oh yeah, man! All our listeners can tell us all how very very fucking wrong we are on the ones that we that we pick as our top five. <laughs> is is Christine Ochoa invited? Because uh, I oh, would make sure. She's invited anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, this next little bit of news is more news that Sony has no fucking idea what to do with the Spider-Man universe. Here we uh, go again. Are you guys familiar with Morbius, the living vampire? Oh, I've heard this news story, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, geez. Does that need he, to be made? I think I, I saw it. You, put it. you posted it on the Horror Returns page. Yeah, it is, this is. I, I like the character. Don't get me right. wrong. But this is fucking ridiculous. You're not even going to have Spider-Man even in the Venom movie. So now we're going to do Morbius and who knows who else. Dr. Octopus movie is next, I guess, huh? Yeah. What is Morbius doing? He he's like uh, he has some kind of virus that basically he he's a living vampire. Right. But what are they doing with the movie? Oh, they're they're making a live action movie. Oh, okay. Where he's the star. With no uh, Spider-Man. I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. Yeah. When Morbius came out, there was no. He, he wasn't a Spider-Man thing. He had his own little set of comics. Okay. I mean, that's he made true. his that's first true. appearance may have been in Spider-Man. I don't know, but he had his own set of comics. He's. I think he could pull it off as a standalone character. Yeah, it's just like. I mean, I have a. I'm I'm kind of fifty fifty with the Venom movie that it might be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, I'm Tom still. Yeah, I'm, that's that's what's keeping me in it. But part of me is still going to be like, wouldn't it be cool if Spider-Man was in this movie? Yeah, that's true. Although, I don't know, maybe if they're going for a different tone than, uh, you know, the comedic, you know, smart-ass Spider-Man. Right. Maybe it could work. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see a fucking superhero movie that's not a comedy at this point, to be honest with you. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and our last uh, bit of news here, uh, the pilot for Sci-Fi's Tremor starring Kevin Bacon has finished filming. Nice. So, uh, 
no release date has set, but we're supposed to get the series. The series is supposed to begin early 2018. Okay. So um, I am looking forward to this, uh, especially uh, Kevin Bacon is uh, the one uh, getting this getting this series going. He's not just starring in it, so uh, putting a lot of effort into it. And I, I always like the the earlier Tremor movies. I, I you know I haven't really watched any of the newer ones, so um, I am interested in this series. So looking forward to that. All right, oh, I'll watch that. And that is it. All right, boys. Well, then now let's take that little trip down to the trailer park. Uh, Brian, what's our first new trailer to talk about this week? We are going to talk about The Quiet Place, starring Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, also directed by John Krasinski. Really? Yes. She's been in some stuff with him before, yeah? Um, he was, uh, was he in that Benghazi movie? Yeah. I think yeah, so, I, yeah. I, yeah. I th- for some reason, I, that's the only thing that pops into my head when I, when I hear his name. Okay. Well, the I, office, I, I always think of the office. I mean, that's the only thing I really remember him from. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if she's been in any, I've seen, you know, I, I love Emily Blunt. So, yeah. um, very, very interested in this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I like the fact that they didn't they didn't show you what what was hunting them, and I like the I like the whole premise of them not trying to make any sound and doing sign language, and yeah, they they made little paths that they have to walk on, and um, mm-hmm. the little the little spots on the the wooden floor. I'm assuming those aren't the spots that like creak or anything. <clears throat> Excuse me, and um, very interested in this. Uh, what about you guys? Yeah, I mean, it was it was a cool preview. I, I think the spots he was stepping around were like dry leaves. Um, I I I I, I want to know more about it. I was going to mm-hmm. ask you if you guys saw what was chasing him because I didn't see anything, but I want to know. Yeah, I don't think they they showed anything. Yeah, I think I think they kept that pretty dark. It uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's definitely got my attention. It look it as looks like it's looks like it's different from anything we've seen before. Yeah, as long as they don't pull a uh, what was that one with the red door or something? Oh, oh. <laughs> with Joe Legerton, <laughs> my not so yeah. of the week a few weeks ago. Were they like it was like you know you you were looking at the preview and it was kind of the same concept and you're like oh I wonder what's chasing them what's going right, on right 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 and then and the it, whole movie goes by and you still don't fucking know <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Right or not spoiler alert. There's no spoilers in this movie. <laughs> that movie was so forgettable. I don't. I don't even remember the title. Do you guys? I know. What the fuck was that movie? Holy shit! I the only watched door. it like three weeks ago. No, not the Red Door. That's like a fucking uh, porno, dude. Oh, what the hell? What, what was it called? Joel Edgerton and uh, shit. Somebody's gonna tell us. I can't fucking remember. Something about don't don't go to the. It comes the at home. night. Don't it comes breathe. at night. There you go. <laughs> <Don't breathe. laughs> Bye, right. Let's hope this one's better, right? Let's hope there's yeah. actually a resolution to this one at the end. Yeah, uh, we got a release date of April 6th. All right, cool. Um, our next one is a sequel titled Strangers Pray at Night, starring 
Bailey Madison, Christina Hendricks, and Martin Henderson. Directed by probably gonna say his name wrong. Uh Johannes Roberts? Uh Johan, maybe? Yeah, uh he dire- the director of Forty Seven Meters Down. That guy. Ah, okay. Oh. Okay. Is he um, is he the one who's gonna do forty eight meters down? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Obviously, I didn't. I didn't, so, I didn't see this one. Guys. You didn't see this. Um, it was a, a short, short teaser. Um, uh, let me. I guess I'll describe it to you. Uh, it starts with a, a lady in the truck. Looks like she's trying to get away from somebody, and another truck pulls up beside her. And it's he's uh, the truck is playing that Tiffany song. I oh, think we're alone now. I think we're alone now, sure. And it's the guy with the with the sack mask. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure you know the premise of the movie. You've probably seen the first one. Yeah, yes. Strangers like, was uh, Liv Tyler, right? Yes. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? That's not really... I'm not sure if I really like that style of movie. I mean, it was right. okay, but it never is memorable to me. I mean, it's like a you know an intruder movie or whatever, which I get, but eh, yeah, cool. yeah, I think they're trying to again with this one. They're trying to play off of the base uh, based off true events type deal with oh, these no. invasions, yeah. and um, I did enjoy the first one, um, mainly because I saw it in the theater, and I think I, if I'm remembering right, I saw it with the right crowd that was into the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, that always but, helps. Yeah, but I, on rewatches, uh, I haven't rewatched it in a while. But I, it, it seemed like a really good theater movie because it was pretty. It was really creepy. I remember, especially you know, you always had to like watch in the background because there was somebody like in the shadows walking by. Oh. And so um, and they were like a hotel, <laughs> right, or a motel. Uh, I think it was a cabin in the, in the woods. In the woods. <laughs> The only thing, I, the only thing that's got me worried is the director. I don't yeah. remember. I don't think I like Forty Seven Meters Down. I don't no, even remember the movie. I don't think any of us cared for it that much. Even our, it's even our like cast, Nick, Nick was on that show with us, and he didn't even care for it that much. <laughs> so, so um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested. Uh, we got a release date of March 9th. So, well, if you put it on the list, we shall, we shall be there. <laughs> Uh, we'll we'll see come March see what, if there's anything going is, on. All right, yeah. fair enough. We'll catch you and, on video. Yeah, and our biggest trailer of the week is Rampage, starring oh yeah Dwayne the Rock Johnson, of course, uh, Jeffrey Dean Fine. Morgan, <laughs> Malin <laughs> Ackerman as Vegan, obviously. Vegan. <laughs> Uh, Joe Maganello, who we will be bringing up later. Okay. Uh, Naomi Harris and Marley Shelton, directed mm-hmm. by Brad Payton, who previously directed San Andreas and right. one of our top five worst of last year, Incarnate. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> That's right. That does not go well. <laughs> well, um, this one's better than that. Um, I, I, okay, I, I'll go first on this. Um, I was a fan of the video game growing up. Oh, I love like, the play, video game. Yeah. Um, 
I love The Rock. I will mm-hmm. probably watch him in anything. Um, my only problem is, uh, I saw I saw this trailer with uh, my daughter, and she mm-hmm. was like, the first thing she was like, "Wow, Jumanji," because this looks <laughs> exactly like Jumanji, right. <laughs> which The Rock is also in. It's uh, it, yeah, sure. it's almost like you took Jumanji and you mashed it up with San Andreas, which oh. it might not that might not be a bad thing. Okay. Well, but, uh, and then through that mess into Godzilla. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which, um, I kind of like the whole thing with, uh, what was the gorilla's name? George? Is it kind of like, okay. Yeah, I kind of like that whole aspect, but I did not like the look of the werewolf. Yeah. Because if I remember underwhelming, the. Underwhelming, huh? Yeah. If you, Lance, if you remember the game, it was more of a werewolf. Yeah, and then, uh, and then the third character, Lizzie, is that what was supposed to be swimming in the water there at the end, or what? Yeah. Huh, yeah. okay. I was expecting more of a Godzilla-type thing, but I, I guess too. they just went with actual animals just super big, and kind of kind of threw me off a little bit. So uh, You know, I'm not mad at it, though. I, I'm, I'm not, yeah. like, see, I didn't, I didn't really dig San Andreas, because <laughs> right. I don't really like the uh disaster movies mm-hmm. but uh something like this i think will be big and epic and fun and i i i, I imagine it's going to be kind of on par with like the king kong and stuff like that right yeah um <laughs> yeah i guess i guess we'll see um i would like to see it <laughs> i don't know i was i was like i don't know I mean, it's The Rock. So. I think The Rock's making some questionable role choices here lately. <laughs> but, you know, Next that's just my opinion. I love the, the – you said you, you used to love the video game Ramp, Rampage. There's a there's an arcade uh, in Austin that I go to every time I go visit my son, and uh-huh. it's mainly a pin, a huge pinball place. But, but yeah. I'll, I make a beeline when I go back to the uh, retro video game section – I always make uh-huh. a beeline for two games, Ramp- Rampage and Dig Dug. So, oh, nice. Yeah, man, it's like one of my favorite video games of all time. And I'm just afraid that they're not going to do it justice. I mean, the things you're saying, like the look of the werewolf, uh, you know, the look of what's supposed to be a Godzilla creature. Uh, hell, I don't think even the ape really looked so much like the ape in the, you know, in the in in, in the game. Yeah, I, so, I'm 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 fine with the ape, mm-hmm. and I like the whole aspect that this was a an ape that I, I don't know. I don't even necessarily know what his job is in a movie. He's some kind of wildlife expert, but I like the whole that, you know, he communicates with the ape with sign language and he's, you know, from they're familiar with each other. So mm-hmm. that adds it something is, it to it. It's a human feeling to the ape, I, yes. which I think you're going to need in this one. Yes. Since, um, you know, you played as those characters in the game. Yeah. So I think that will, I don't want to say save it because you know I don't even know if it's going to be a good or bad movie, but I, I like that right. whole aspect. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just as well forget about what the video game was. Yeah. Um. Let's see. We got a release date of uh, April twentieth. So. Yeah. Uh, well, Carl, Carlton Cusa is one. Carlton Cusa is one of the writers, and uh i think i think i think that our our friend jack falvey considers him and damon lindelof like the antichrist after the stuff they've done with lost and whatnot so he, <laughs> i'd love to hear what he has to say about this you know i'm 
I don't know if I don't know if I'm expecting too much out of this movie, to tell you the truth. It looks like it should be a lot of fun to go see it, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm just afraid it's gonna. I, I'm, I'm just afraid it's gonna. It's it's gonna go too far away from what I imagine the video game world to be. And then, like like you said, Philip, it's not Jeffrey Dean Morgan co-starring. It's it's literally Negan co-starring yeah, in the like movie. Every <laughs> line yeah, he had right. you sounded like Negan. Yeah, oh I was God. just about to say he's very Negan esque. He's gonna. <laughs> what's he gonna tell George? Ask George if he brought his his shit his shit and pants or what? Fuck, man. <laughs> Oh, you haven't heard of the 30-foot werewolf? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see. Yeah, that was our last trailer. All right, cool. Well, we uh, <laughs> save us, Philip. Save It's up to our listeners to save our ass now. Uh, we got any <laughs> feedback? See, we, uh, we asked to name a movie that many classify as horror, uh, but you totally disagree on Facebook. Uh, Art, Callie Cabin- Art Callie says, uh, Cabin in the Woods. That is um, fucking ridiculous. <laughs> You're yeah. out of your mind, Art. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that one that one classifies as horror. <laughs> Kevin Ness says Jaws. Uh, a, lot, uh, a lot of people say that. It's in the gray area, at least. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Will Turner says The Sixth Sense, which oh, I can see that. But I, I, I think I'd still give it a horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Samantha Bean says, uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. Yeah, definitely a musical comedy. comedy. <laughs> now, that one could be in that musical comedy Justin, part of the Golden yeah. Globes. Which would be a lot of fun, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Smith says, The Witch. Nah, come on, Justin. That's yeah, dude, I horror, think man. that's straight. Yeah, I think that's about as horror as you get. I mean, it's uh, it's also an allegory, I think, for like sexual awakening and stuff like that. But uh, it's still a horror movie, any way you look at it. Uh, let's see. Regarding the final girls, uh, Samantha Bean posted, "We came across this." Any thoughts? Uh, it's 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 like Cabin in the Woods. Um, let's see. Jeff Genesic says, "Good flick. Don't let the ratings sway you." And Court Psychops says, love this film. Yeah, you you guys seen The Final Girls? Yes, love The great, Final Girls. Great movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Philip, have you said, don't, don't confuse it with The Final Girl. Because they okay. both came out the same year, but uh, they're two totally different movies. Yeah, and, and I just want to shout out Samantha Bean. Thank you for sticking with us, because she originally joined our group, um, a little backstory on that: she uh, she is a wrestling fan, and her and her husband had a bet on one of the uh, Monday Night Raws, and she lost. Oh, and she shit. had to do a I think fifty two movies during uh, the month of October. Oh wow! And she has been steady, and she joined our group. She uh, one of our group members suggested it to to get ideas of movies to watch, and she's been sticking with us. So cool! Really appreciate it. She does not watch horror at all before she uh before october she had not watched nothing you can name the you can name the most common horror movie that everybody's watched she had not seen it and she's uh been posting a lot of stuff on our facebook group and i do appreciate that all right samantha glad glad to have you with us nice thank you uh let's see regarding the murder on the orient express 
Uh, Adam Bunch says, uh, I've been saying from the get-go that with the digital format versus stock film, you can easily have a film like Orient Express that has a few different endings like Clue did way back. Regarding the Primal Rage trailer, uh, Carl McCullough says, uh, have Ammon Gilbert and Sasquatch seen this? (laughs) 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 Okay. (laughs) Sasquatch says no. (laughs) <laughs> oh, wow. The actual Sasquatch is, is writing into us. Awesome. Tell you. Uh, Lars from Denmark posted a, a poster for Santo versus Cthulhu, mm-hmm. uh, Guillermo del Toro. Uh, you have to make this movie. Oh, Guillermo del Toro, you have to make this movie. The world is so dark and boring. We need this inspiring story uh, about never giving up. There you go. Okay. I, I think he might do some shit like that. Oh, my um, gosh. Can can you guys imagine a Guillermo del Toro Santos movie? Yes. I like that. <laughs> I could. <laughs> uh, he also posted, tomorrow here in Copenhagen, we got a comics festival. <clears throat> uh, Mike Mignola will be signing Hellboy, Hellboy books. Maybe I can get some news about the new movie. <gasps> that would be amazing. Let us know what's up. Yeah, and I think we have some uh, updates on the fa- on the uh, Facebook group page. I just haven't had had time to get to, but uh, we'll be checking that out because I know he posted some more pictures and stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at him right now. He uh, just real quick. He he told Lars that the mood, new movie is almost done, and he ha- and uh, Mike Mignola has a cameo in it, possibly playing a monster of some kind. Oh, nice. So. Uh, All right. Heard it from the man himself, Lars. There you go. Uh, and then uh, regarding Mayhem, Jason Morris loved it. Gruesome but fun. Uh, Bill Longa watched it over the weekend, enjoyed it, but I'm a fan of the Holliston crew. And Arika Wally says, can't wait to see this. She was great in The Babysitter on Netflix. Boy, was she. Yeah, well, it sounds like you guys both like this one. I, I definitely got to check it out, man. I'm excited. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I envy you, man. You haven't seen it yet. You get. I, I'm definitely going to check this one out again. This is. Uh, yeah. It it could it could possibly sneak up there to a. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a top five, but it could it could get pretty close. It was really good. Oh. That was two. Yeah, two good movies in a row. I had uh, or I guess a couple of weeks ago I watched Happy Happy Death Day finally, and then. Now this one, so some good stuff yeah. coming out that's not super huge budget, you know? Yeah. And uh, our buddy Patrick Lear got his movie pass. I started to sign up for mine and had address issues, so I still don't have it. <laughs> but oh, def- man. Can't get there soon enough, man. How do we not? That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, real quick. I think they are offering a special deal right now if you pay for a year. It's only like six ninety five. I got that. I got that email too. Like prepay eighty nine dollars for for the full year. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just, yeah. There's no way that they're that? gonna keep doing ten bucks a month. No shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I had see. a I had a theory I had a theory about that, guys. I was kind of messaging with with Jack a little bit, uh-huh. and uh, he thinks that he thinks that it does kind of make sense. But we're trying to figure out how, why the fuck they're doing this, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking that they're because um, it, isn't it the same people that that own Netflix that are involved in financing it right now? Yes. 
Okay, so I remember when Netflix first started, I, I got into it really early, like even before they did streaming, when they just sent DVDs out in the mail. Mm-hmm. And I remember the prices were, were really high at first, and then they lowered them like this, and then they built on it. And they did raise uh, the prices significantly, like a- after I'd been in it at the super low price for like six months or maybe a year. But yeah. they grandfathered me in. So I had like another six months or a year at that low price since I was in the original group to get their numbers up. And then, um, you know, eventually I, I you know went up to like what would be like 20 bucks now maybe for this or something. But mm-hmm. hell, I got no problem with, with 20 bucks for this because my first month really? I saw six movies on it, you know? Yeah. At an average of $10 a ticket is what I would have paid. Mm-hmm. So it, I'm hoping that's what they're doing. I'm hoping they don't snag us and then like close 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 it down in two months. Yeah. That's why I was like, man, you know? fuck that. I'm, I'll go ahead and pay for the whole year. Then they have to give it to me. Yeah, no yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a crazy crazy deal, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, anyway, sorry to to take us down the rabbit hole there, Philip. Oh no worries, man. I'm excited about this stupid movie pass thing. I, I'm like, as soon as we get finished here, I'm doing it. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Uh, regarding A Quiet Place, uh, Marcus Will Turner posted Emily Blunt plus Jim Halpert plus Silent Horror equals Ticket Bot. Uh, I'm right there with you, man. I think it looks good. Uh, Stephen Loblad says, uh, another great episode, men. Wasn't too interested in mur- Murder on the Orient Express to begin with, but now I really won't waste my money on it. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't that rough on it. Come on, Steve. <laughs> Were we? Well, uh, <laughs> we were right, right there in the middle. Okay, it wasn't something I really wanted to watch to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, kind of old fashioned and boring, I would say for sure. Uh, I, it looks like it for listener feedback this week. Thanks to everyone who uh, reaches out to us. We love the feedback. Uh, as always, you can reach us at our Facebook or Podbean page, uh, or you can email us directly at thehorrorreturns at gmail dot com. Or you can get your ass on iTunes and leave us a motherfucking review up in this bitch. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. I'll stop cussing at you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, guys, this is the end. Uh, the end of something we've been doing with our friends from uh, Zach Zach Baxter, and that's this is going to be the finale. And they're going to sum it up for us: the finale of American Horror Story Cult, and then we'll be back for featured attractions. It's Zach Baxter. Welcome to the Zach Baxter channel. I'm Zach. I'm Kate. I'm Crystal. I'm Andrew. I'm Audie. And this is our after talk for episode 11 of American Horror Story. Andrew, you want to do bring us in for the last time today? We're in the ice of the truck wash. And the now our talk begins. Sorry, but we had phlegm, phlegm discussions. <laughs> Except for me. Phlegm apparently I'm not allowed to talk. <laughs> so... We have to be here. Nuggets! Let's start with the whole, like, we discovered Allie's plan in this episode. Did we, though? Yes, yes. We golf did. clap. Well, yes. golf what clap. Do you I, was, I was very impressed with Allie this episode. Because there was so much of, like, even throughout this episode, there was so much of, 
I feel like me and myself being like, what the fuck is she still like on board with this for? Right. Because she was so stone faced throughout the last like three episodes since she joined the cult. But right. was she was she wired? I don't know. She was don't with think, the FBI. I don't but was think she, she was actually wired. But she, was she staying she's to get the last confession she can get? Mm-hmm. I think it was, like, I mean, you have to imagine, like, she was really cold. Like, she did that scene where she comforted Kai and then immediately walked out the door and turned him in. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Well, she turned him in back at the psych ward. amazing. Right. Yeah. But I... Go ahead. Because no, she ahead. turned him in back then. She but that's when the she cult. started. That's when she joined the, the FBI. FBI. I think my big well, question is... People have gone into that cult thinking they're going to do something and then get sucked in. Yeah, so. that's true. My big question is why she killed Speedwagon. Was it just to protect herself? Is that what we decided? Because she was like... Because the state police raided, her deal probably would have gone does, bad. Yeah, yeah, does the federal know about it? Or is it just state well, police? Well, I think also loose ends on her... Yeah, on her side. On killing Ivy, you yeah. know, they... they And not just Ivy, some of the other people. Right, because they would have said, uh-uh, he didn't kill Ivy. Uh, she, she died somewhere else. Right. And so, um, I think she had to clean that loose end. Well, except for the story <clears throat> she fed them was Kai killed Ivy in front of her. Yeah. It wasn't that anyone... No, there was no one else involved in that story. But he's saying that Speedwagon would have told the state police, and they would have believed that him Ivy more than somewhere else. So yeah. they would have believed him well, more right, than any other member. That's what of I'm the saying. Cult. Is like even in, even in Ali's version, <clears throat> I it wasn't like Ivy was killed in front of everybody. No, but yeah. he would have had loose circumstantial evidence. Well, and even darker, maybe she didn't want a man getting the credit. Possible. That's the other side of the coin. Yeah. Um, She'd put all this work in. She'd make right, a deal. She didn't want some guy in the, going to the state and police going coming to the, in. And that's right. Going to the state police. Stealing He gets thunder. all the headlines. And you're right. I think that's probably the better explanation of it. That he was going to steal her thunder? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he was going to go to the state police, which would have been in the state papers. I think she was... But, so you think it was more... Publicity driven than protecting herself. Well, I think she's been taken to the edge and she's working more or less off of like a feral instinct. And the feral instinct is this is my territory and I don't trust you to. I mean, she confirmed that it was a recorder, not a transmitter, Mm -hmm. and that it was only state police, and then she killed him. And there was no way for him to contact them. Yeah. So I'm sure she chalked it up to Kai killed him or someone else Mm -hmm. killed him. But also, how would she know that, like, he hadn't reported back before that night? Like, how is he not reporting, like, nightly? Oh, wait. Maybe the other thing is, I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but she also could have done it in order to prove Winter's innocence and hurt Kai. Yes. Because through Speedwagon's death, she said, oh, well, you killed Winter for no reason. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And that's what broke Kai in the end. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, okay. That's another reason. I mean, and what, so my question, the reason I said that was, was it Allie's plan or was it the FBI's plan? Oh, no, that's The Allie. FBI came to Allie. Yeah, I think but, Allie uh, They said there's the a cult thing. in your Infiltrate, mid. and that's all we want. And Allie then took it a step further. Yeah. 
All the crazy okay. shit, all the murdering she did and all that, that was all her. She didn't tell you. But she already had immunity, technically. Technically, yep. Mm, that's true. Her. So, a lot of this episode was also, like, us seeing Kai, like, continue his power. His work. In prison. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which I think seemed very uh, strange. It was. But he still managed to convince people to call him. It's so, still men, you, you know. know it's still men, men and it's still him being <clears throat> very compelling, I guess. But they still called him combined. But also... Divine ruler. I mean, I guess we can talk about... And this is also why I wanted to talk about Gloria. Because I think her aspect yes, of it is interesting. Because I <laughs> think maybe at a certain point she was convinced... And then, like, what led her to talk to Allie? Yeah, that's the part that's missing. That was a little deus ex gloria. Like, they were just like, we need somebody. Let's throw this character in. That was the part. Yeah, that's the the hole that I found. We need some way to get... Um, but, uh, I mean, on the other hand, it could have been Allie. Yeah, <laughs> Allie, but she's no longer afraid of holes, so she needs to just whatever. It's fine. So she's got her new girlfriend. Yeah. And, but it could even be Allie being so proactive about being this new, like, kind of cult leader mm-hmm. of she's going to reach out to the women at the prison that Kai is at and preempt uh, it. Huh. Yeah. I could see it being that, of her, like, preempting the idea of, listen, you're going to be in close contact with him, so let me get in on the ground floor. Do they have... Let me just re, re, go back to this. Do they have female guards at a male prison yeah. and vice yes. versa? Not just on okay. Skin and Max, but also in real life. I mean, I, Orange is the New Black, they have a bunch of guys. Okay, guy, yeah. Guys yeah. Knights go to prison. Prison Orange knights. Orange is the New Black wouldn't no, happen. No, I'm not going to without. prison. I'm not going. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going. Yeah, I could... Not I'm gonna fun. take me alive, I'm motherfucker. Uh, so okay, so we think Allie was just being a supreme leader, and like, do you think she's doing it? Are these the Bush time? twins? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, ahead of time, or did 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 Kai escape escape first, and then she caught her at the pass? I don't know. I can't remember what the conversation was. But I, Wait, what? No, no, no. She arranged for Kai to get out of prison. Oh, you think so? Gloria did. Oh, yeah. Gloria, Gloria did. did. No, yeah. Gloria and Allie together. Because it seemed like that conversation was before Kai went to prison. Because she or had... at some point before he had initiated Gloria... Mom. Because Gloria, the last thing Wait, she said is... Wait, the conversation with Gloria was before Kai went to prison? No, no. Before, like before he met, her. he met Gloria. No, no, I don't agree with that because she says all that divine ruler shit really turns turned me, me off. off. So, so she knew what he was about already. He was. Well, she took the D her. though. That's what I think. So she was fucking him. So but she was. But so she then, was. So then I still have the question of if it wasn't. If it wasn't Allie approaching Gloria as a known entity in Kai's life, why did Gloria go to Allie? No, I think Allie definitely looked for the weak spot in Kai's prison gang, and she found Gloria. Well, the women are always the weak spot, right. because they never really have... They don't support their crazy male misogynistic yeah. ideology. But I think this whole thing was born... When Beverly said to her, you will always be in Kai's shadow. Like, yeah, uh, you will always seem weaker than him. And so she had to do something to distance herself from that. So she concocted this whole mess. I'm also wondering, was it part of Allie's plan for him to show up at the debate? Was what she said, we had planned for this for weeks and weeks. Does she mean 
Kai showing up? Because yeah. it seemed yeah. pretty. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it well, seemed pretty. The debate, no, I think the debate. No, I think so. Gloria let him out at a specific time. So when she says we've been preparing this, preparing for this, Beverly. Because yeah. Beverly's like, do you want to? When she came and said Kai's been killed and 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 mutilated, do you want to go on with this? And she's like, no, we planned for several weeks for this. Yeah, we have no, to go on. That's what, so well, she never said for this debate, for this what they whatever. didn't explain is what happened to all of Kai's dudes at the door. Why was that all? Why of a sudden were they right? there? Right. And they did nothing. They, hold, they held the doors closed. I mean, oh, um, they held the door. Yeah, they held okay. the door. Oh. <laughs> I guess congratulations to Allie for being the smarter person. Which I think brings us to our next point, which is, did he land the plane? Did Ryan Murphy do it this season? I don't think Ryan Murphy did it. I think whoever that new writer is. I think whoever took that fucking typewriter away from him and like, (laughs) go work on Versace. Keep producing, stop writing. Yeah, just give money. Just give money to good writers. Yeah. I do feel like the ending might have been a little too subtle. I think that was rushed. Uh, it yeah, it was rushed. Yeah, like I think it was because, one of the other. Because I totally forgot yeah. about hoods. I, you know, I, I mean, yeah. and I felt like if she put the hood on and went, like you saw her going like downstairs to a meeting of a bunch of people in hoods. But also, yeah. it wouldn't have been down. Like, yeah, it wasn't downstairs because Erica was staying with Oz, so it was, she was. Well, she the house. said she was going to a meeting with some very well, powerful he knows, women. You know what he means is yeah. him is her going to the meeting, but. Uh, I think uh, did, it was. The, you know, did she say that? I, she said, yeah, she "I'm did. going to see some very, very powerful, oh, empowered women." Uh, and that's what no, he asked. No, 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 that your... wasn't the whole sentence, though. No, she, she said, said "powerful." I mean, no, yeah, yeah, no, it was a whole change. like long conversation of, "I'm going to a meeting." He said, "You, mean Erica, will stay with you." Yeah, and then she had like more, so it wasn't like all cohesive. So it didn't like it didn't straight. I see. Like, so you had oh. to like really fish through the. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it wasn't like straight. Like, oh, this is clearly a. I don't know if I dislike that. I mean, I didn't think it was. As, I originally didn't think well, it was a meeting until I saw the hood. She she for sure said, "I'm going to a meeting, yeah. and Erica will stay with you." Mm-hmm. I like the ending. I, I thought they did well. It's one it's of the definitely it's, way better. I think way better. Personally, I think it's the best ending of any of the seasons. I agree. I, yeah, I will agree. Like well. like the first season the first was okay, season. but it was kind of predictable. There was four endings. Well, well, can I also say, not having seen the episode at all, but I can also say that. American Horror Story has not always had the strongest endings. Yeah, yeah, but this one was. This one was good. Okay. It was well, good. no, no, but I'm saying if you think it is the best one, it's like, well, it hasn't really. Well, had that's what I'm saying. Ending. I think we finally got an ending that landed well, up. Yeah, yeah. IMAX. There was. A there wasn't like on. four endings, or it continues, or vloggers. Yeah. It was me all along, and, and it, it, it it was the ending. Well, don't tell me what happened. And um, we won't. Yeah, I, I do. I do agree with Andrew, though. I think they rushed it. Like it was just too yeah, much packed too. into one episode. Like, so you should have had an like, extra thirty minutes. You want an extra thirty I, uh, minutes? One or? more episode would have done. One it. more just, episode, absolutely, because of the whole Gloria thing. Like, okay. it's Gloria. But what, okay, you said that. But what a better ending than saying I want more? 
No, there's a difference no. between saying I want to no. know how the story goes further mm-hmm. and I, I, I'm I, I will raise my hand. I will raise my hand because the way that American Horror it, it's one thing to like end a season or end a series with wanting more. Yeah. But ending in a season of American Horror Story where each season is a concise story. Yeah. And that's how they've played it out for the last seven seasons. Yeah. Yeah, it's a and, singular and so story. so it should be, like, even if this was, which we've seen in other, other, um, shows on other channels, if this was, like, a longer episode. And mm. they just did, like, an extra ten minutes and gave us that final, like, I just needed yeah, more Gloria. I needed to understand that. And then, mm. I, yeah, I think I needed just a little bit more at You the know, end. because they could have had us wanting more with, like, Here's the next step of here is Beverly and Gloria and Allie and the next, like, generation. Uh And showing us how, like, just, like, five minutes of them being like, and this is how we're going to take over the world. Like, that would have been an ending as opposed to here's a hood that we barely remember. I don't know. I guess I got all that from... No, I didn't get it. I feel like I got, I got that. It. I think my problem was the whole Gloria thing. Like, I needed more on the connection between yeah. Ellie and Gloria. But I, it's, I, I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was. A, I thought it was. It's it much was, better yeah, than it, it has been previously. For sure. I'm so. satiated. Much I'm, better. I'm good. I can yeah. move on. Like, yeah. I, I, I feel like this is. I'm not going to complain about this. It season wasn't like Roanoke. I'll tell you that. Oh, jeez. Way mm. better than Roanoke. And it wasn't about a mother's love. It was about some crazy and ass woman. it still woman. ended with a mother's love, still exactly mother's like you love. said. Yep. But it's more about a crazy ass woman who's going to take over the world. Pretty much. Because she loves her. Because she wants a better world for her for son her to son. be a better man. Oh, now you're freaking me Dream out. Dream for mother's love. Mother's <laughs> love. Mother, mother. Uh, all right. I think, I think that's, that's it. it. I think, that's I think what we got. Looking forward to Versace. Mm-hmm. I think. Are we doing that? We can. We can see. We'll see what we're at. We'll see what we're doing in our personal lives. And yeah. also, like, if we're allowed on YouTube or not. Ever. Uh, it looks like Lady Gaga's playing Donatella. Yeah. What does that have to do with if we're allowed on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. Anything. She watches this channel. Oh. Yeah. Hi, she Rachel. tunes in each week for Possum Talk. She's Rachel. Oh, God. The Rachel. She could be the Rachel. Oh, you know what that means. It's time to go. Yeah. Special oh. thanks to... We're the nice drunk watch. Oh, I, I gotta say thank you to all our listeners on The Horror Returns. Thanks yes. for having us. This time Andrew is Th- ready to say it. I know. Thanks for having us. Uh, if you want to continue our friendship and our bond and our love and our drinking, you can find us on YouTube or Facebook at Zach Baxter. Or you can give us a dollar so I can replace my ancient equipment uh, we can get some new stuff for the next season of American Horror Story and uh, let's pray that Ryan Murphy stays away from his computer and we'll be here on Sunday for The Walking Dead same day yeah. episode 5 Andrew right? <laughs> they've walked down the road <laughs> Andrew we are the Nights of the Drug Watch and, and now our talk has ended bye American Horror Story fans we love you bye, bye Horror Returns you are great awesome awesome And now it's time for our featured attractions. This week on The Horror Returns, we're holding out for a hero with a brand new Justice League. 
as well as 1999's Mystery Man. Uh, we'll start out with How Mystery Man. <laughs> What's that, Phil? How did that happen again? What, Mystery Man? Yeah. Uh, Patrick. Patrick, uh, okay. There you go. Well, that explains it. <laughs> Uh, okay, directed by the famous uh, Kinka Usher. You guys heard of heard of a lot of Kinka's done lots of stuff, right? Right, Brian? Has she? Kinka, I think it's a he. Oh, has he? <laughs> Kinka Usher, known for absolutely nothing else <laughs> until <laughs> until eight years later when he did two short videos for Volvo. <laughs> Uh, writer Neil Scream for uh, uh, what's his face, Ben Stiller. It could be. I didn't even think. Ah, <laughs> I'll bet you it is. <laughs> I'll bet you it is, man. Bet you Ben Stiller secretly wrote this. It's got to be. Mm. Uh, writer now. Now you guys have heard of, uh, or you may not have heard of this right writer by name, but you'll know some of the movies. Neil Cuthbert, uh, also known for the Disney movie Hocus Pocus. Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, he also did the Return of the Swamp thing. Oh, ah. All right. Now here's some bizarre trivia. Um, according to Hank Hazaria, Hank Hazaria, the cast argued constantly with each other over the comedic tone of the film. According to Ben Stiller in an interview on Late Night or Late Show with David Letterman, he and Greg Kinnear got into a, a heated argument on the set. Afterwards, Stiller tried to be released from the movie. Whoa. A couple of cameos. Uh, Michael Bay, (laughs) the director everybody loves to hate, Uh and uh, good old Ricky Rackman from MTV's Headbangers Ball played a couple of of frat boys. And Bay (laughs) asked the question, can we bring the brewskis? (laughs) (laughs) All right, gentlemen. This one uh, I've got a story about. I I, I actually recorded it. Um, I DVR'd it to watch. It came on Thursday night, and I settled in had a little bit of time friday night and settled in and pulled it up started to hit hit play and it said sorry this this show did this movie did not record for the following reason the channel that it came on is not in your cable lineup so uh at that point i just kind of got pissed off had family here the whole time a big baby shower for my daughter so i did not check it out so men you two are the mystery man tonight so what's the deal here um, ah, Philip, I'll go first because I, I think you'll probably want to go first with Justice League. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm confused on Justice League still, but uh, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll, 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 I'll let you roll with this one. <laughs> yeah, go okay, ahead. Well, well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I've been waiting to get into Justice League, but let's, let's get through this one. Um, okay. I kind of, I kind of, slightly, just a little bit think this movie is, is a little bit underrated and kind of does. Yeah. deserve a little bit of cult status just no because just because this movie is really cartoony and comic booky you know it yeah. it gave me that feel watching it from the characters to the set design and like watching characters like uh William H Mace- Macy uh, the shoveler mm-hmm. yeah to, to me he yeah cuz he to me he kind of embodies what superman is except without superman powers yeah, and then you got someone. You got someone like Greg Kinnear who plays Captain Amazing, okay. has these Superman powers, but is nothing like Superman. 
as far as personality and is totally unlikable, which I always <laughs> Greg Kinnear always seems like a fucking asshole. So I could see right. I could see yeah. him and ben, ben Stiller getting into it. Yeah. But um, I kind of like this movie. I have not. I've seen it one time before, and that was long when it came out in the theaters like a long time ago. Never watched it since then. And um, I was kind of digging it. I like Jeffrey Rush. Uh, he played uh, Casanova Frankenstein. And yeah. he just oh, ham- I, he I hammed it up. Again. He hammed it up. And I think it was perfect for this character. And um, there was a, a what other. Um, I like the different gangs and stuff in it. Because it, it kind of gave me like a like a Batman, a 66 Batman kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, oh, oh, yeah, it did. That's a good point. Yeah, kind of like 66 Batman and then kind of mixing the Warriors. Because the Warriors, if you watch that, they, you know, everybody always talks about the baseball gang with the painted faces. And, and it just, uh, it was really fucking wacky. And I really loved it for that. And you were bringing up the cameos. There was a... I don't know, Philip. Did you see Dane Cook as the Waffler? Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. That was one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Uh, because and, uh, l- listen, Dane Cook gets a lot of shit too, but during the time period that he was in, I, I-, I think he nailed it. <laughs> yeah, I loved he, it. he definitely he definitely had his time. Uh, another cameo I noticed was uh, Doug Jones. He was a uh, pencil head. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, uh, the Goody Mob. Yes. Yeah, they were uh, the not so Goody Mob. <laughs> and uh, just little little stupid things like that just kind of made me laugh throughout the movie. And uh, Ben Stiller, I thought he was I thought he was really good in this as Mister Furious because he had absolutely no powers. He was just a guy that got upset about everything. <laughs> <laughs> when he was like trying to. <laughs> When he was trying to peel that little Corvette symbol off, <laughs> I'm dying. Uh, but overall, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun watching this. Um, I think a lot, lot more so than I originally did. So um, that's pretty much uh, my review right there. Yeah, cool. It's it was it was almost a little foretelling. It's kind of uh, it, they it, it's it's sort of almost formulaic the way that a lot of the superhero movies are now, um, except that they were. Uh, spoofing it and like trying to be funny and it was you know 20 fucking years ago yeah uh, i i i enjoyed it more than i thought i was going to uh it went on probably a little long for what it was there was it just maybe there were some pieces in there that didn't necessarily need to be in there i was like ah yeah i, I agree need to get on a story with a dumbass movie like this because it's a dumbass yeah. movie <laughs> yeah because I, I think it ran almost two hours yeah, <laughs> it, it probably could have been ninety minutes. So mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, Ben Stiller's uh, love interest, the waitress in this movie. Yeah, uh, I, like I know I've seen her in some stuff before, and I'm sure she's a better actress than she was here, but she was awful. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> everybody else uh, was was pretty much on point. I I enjoyed them a lot. I, I it was very believable. Um, talk about. William H. Macy's interracial marriage as the shoveler. I thought that was cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, 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 it was, it was long and there were some dumb parts and there's a lot of jokes where you just kind of groan, but there's still yeah. 
chuckle worthy, you know, and, and uh, it, it was it was still pretty funny. Ben Stiller yeah. had a line where, uh, okay, so they have a shrink ray that shrinks clothing. It shrinks mm-hmm. the clothing so tight that they cannot breathe. And so they <laughs> shot these, like hot chicks, right, with, with right. the shrink ray clothing and their chicks all start, uh, the, the clothes all started shrinking and they get these big wedgies and they're laying on the ground and can't do anything. And right. <laughs> Ben Stiller says, I think my pants are shrinking. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was the best line in the movie because it's something that I would have said. Sure. <laughs> Sounds like it. Um I I I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would, man. It was it was it was it was pretty good. Awesome. Uh, what did what did you think about Janine Garofalo and uh what was it, Pee Wee Pee Wee Herman as the spleen? Oh right, Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> It didn't click. Um, I actually really <laughs> like Janine Garofalo. Um, it didn't click about the Pee Wee Herman thing. I thought I, the Spleen character was a nice touch, I guess. He was sort of annoying, but I think that was intentional. Yeah. They had good chemistry, uh, at least. Yeah, I also liked, uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, I forgot. It. He's neither Keenan or Kel, one of those guys. He was yeah. an invisible boy, but he can only be invisible when nobody looks at him and he closes his eyes. <laughs> and then he lost his clothes. Yeah. Oh, boy. And they were like, yeah, you're going to need two hands for that. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> there was some good jokes, man. I thought I thought it was funny. Yeah, well, I, I think I think this might fall under cult classic. Yeah. Wow. I think it does. I think it, if if it doesn't fall under cult classic, it should be pretty close to it. Um, it's it's something that you know you should probably watch at some point in your life when you're really bored. Yeah, and it came out at a time. I think it, this came out right after one of my personally uh, worst comic book movies ever. I think this came out right after uh, Batman and Robin. Oh, geez. yeah. This is when superhero movies really, really, really sucked. All the time. (laughs) So uh, just think, people, when there was Batman and Robin, you guys could have been watching this instead. And I think this is a way better watch. I'm bringing that movie up again later. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Are you ready for ratings? Uh, Yeah, let's do it. Um, Yeah, I think think this movie falls under cult classic... um, like I said, Jeffrey Rush as Casanova Frankenstein was ha- hamming it up. We didn't even talk about the Disco Boys. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it, it, it's exactly what what you think it is. You know, with you know, you got character names like the the Baby Bowler and the Spleen, and it's really wacky and comic booky. And I that's I think what I really enjoyed about it. So I'm kind of bouncing back and forth from a six and a half and a seven right around there. Wow. Pretty good. Yeah, that sounds about fair. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to go six and a half on it. Um, because it's, it's, it's good. I think that they, they followed through pretty well. Um, the effects even were not super terrible because there was only a few little CGI scenes in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I I think that maybe it was just a little long for its own good. If they'd have shortened yeah. it up 15, 20 minutes, uh, it, it would have been a solid seven. But I, I, at the moment, I'm going to go six and a half. 
Man, you guys, you guys have sold me. We had to go back and check this out. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, don't guess it's on Netflix or anything, right? No. Yeah, I think I think that's the first place I looked for it. So, uh, gotta go. Probably gotta find this one for a rewatch. You guys are you guys are selling me big time. <laughs> hey, if you're bored, it's a good movie to watch. All right. Well, speaking of which, Justice League. <laughs> Philip. Here we go. Uh, all right, Justice League. We'll start with some trivia. This is the big, the big movie, much anticipated uh, this week. A director Zack Snyder, also known for Dawn of the Dead, uh, the remake, as well as Three Hundred. Uh, writers Chris Terrio, Joss Whedon, and Zack Snyder. Uh, pre-production of this film started in January 2016. Uh, now, this would be interesting. The Wachowskis were at one point considered to direct this film. That uh, would have been different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at the Kent farm, Clark is dressed in a red check suit. Uh, the flannel shirt, this was his outfit from Smallville. Also, uh, also, also the original Superman, too. Ah, okay. Makes sense. Um, I knew it looked really familiar. I, I watched all ten seasons of Smallville. Did you guys watch that? Yeah, I like never that. seen an episode. Mm-hmm. Great show. Uh, the first, the first like three or four seasons were really kick ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it, went, it got a little slow toward the middle, didn't it? Yeah. Well, they, you know, you run out of stuff to write about, and so they start writing things in that don't necessarily need to be there. Makes sense. Yeah, don't don't really fit with canon or whatever. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, Justice League bombs away, guys. Who wants to go first? Well, I guess I'll have to go. Um, well, okay, I think you've so, seen it most recently, right? Uh, I saw it Thursday night. Oh, you saw it first. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think I've seen it recently, but you had uh, messaged us that uh, this was going to be fun, and I was like, oh, my gosh, what oh, does that yeah. mean? So I, I kind of want to hear what you want to say. About. I, well, yeah. I've, heard, I've heard a lot of different conflicting opinions, and none of them have swayed mine yet. Okay. Um, uh, Real quick, does let me get the Rotten Tomato score of forty percent, audience score of eighty six percent. Hmm. Okay. I don't get it. Interesting. <laughs> okay, so uh, I was really looking forward to this one. I was really looking forward to Affleck as Batman, and uh, you know, coming off of Wonder Woman, which was was pretty amazing. Um, and even you know, Batman versus Superman and Suicide Squad, where everybody really shit on them. I didn't think that they were that terrible, you know, I, like Suicide Squad, I thought was really fun to watch, uh, despite some, you know, pretty glaring plot holes and some things like that. Uh, I, I thought it was still a good movie experience. And uh, this one I came to and I was really expecting something big. And I, I, I like I kept wanting it to get better. And for me, it never did. Like, I think I like Suicide Squad better. Mm-hmm. The 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 jokes and there were a lot of jokes. Everything that you said was wrong with Thor. Okay, I thought was wrong with this one. I can I can understand that. Yeah, especially certain like, characters. I feel like they they went back and maybe added some jokes in that didn't need to be there. Okay, and a lot of them just were not funny. Like did not hit at all. Yeah. And, uh, 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 do you but, think that is because of Josh Whedon came on to do the reshoots? Because I think maybe he, so. 
Yeah, because listeners, I'm sure you know who Josh Whedon is. Uh, he did he directed uh, the first two Avenger movies, and um, with the tragedy of uh, Zack Snyder's uh, daughter um, passing away, he came in to do the <clears throat> reshoot. So that's where I feel like the inconsistencies came in. Okay, yeah. he he has a totally different style. Right, and I felt like it was maybe uh, and I. Wasn't okay. So when Ben Affleck had this issue with, um, you know, he was stepping down from directing the Batman movie. Was was wasn't it while they were shooting this? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. I can definitely see that because I feel like Affleck mm-hmm. phoned this shit in, and I was oh, no! not. <laughs> I did not I... like Affleck as Batman. And I, I am... think that if you're gonna have fucking Batman, at least put his goddamn mask on for the movie. No spoilers. One hundred percent behind you. I also think he. I think he was getting a paycheck with this movie. Oh man! And I, and I brutal guys, brutal. And okay, well, let me. Let, I'll let you finish, and I'll get to mine. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I, I thought that Affleck was was yeah, just kind of phoning it in, and all his little jokes and his his one liners that he had, I didn't get them. Like it wasn't, they weren't funny to me. And Affleck can be a really funny guy. Um, Henry Cavill. Uh, from okay, the very first scene in this movie tells you pretty much everything that you need to know because it's chuckleworthy, it's slightly funny, and Henry, Henry Cavill's face looks fucking weird. And for the <laughs> the whole goddamn movie, I mean, it may as well have been Who Framed Roger Rabbit because it was a couple of guys in some suits with some computer animation around the entire movie, and. Uh, like I kept looking at, at Superman's face through the whole fucking thing, and I'm like, "What is? What are, are they computer animating his face? What is going on here? Why would you do something like that?" And then it didn't click until like the very end of the movie, and I was like, "Oh, they CGI'd out like a mustache or some shit, right?" Yeah, because he, oh yeah, yeah, he he's uh, he was filming uh, Mission Impossible Six. Jesus. And they called. They called. They called him back for reshoots. And it, I guess due to his Mission Impossible contract, he cannot shave the mustache. So I feel they, like it uh, would have hair on his face, or even write a mustache into Superman something because <laughs> that was. Well, yeah, he, he had a he had a beard in the Man of Steel movie. For Christ's sake, you know, it's not like he can't yeah. grow facial hair. <laughs> he was he was in a. I mean, you, yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, but yeah, that was that was that part was weird to me. Um, it definitely had some good scenes in it. Uh, yeah, which I'll, I'll get into in spoilers. I guess I can't really get to here. Um, I, I I liked I liked the Flash. I thought he was a really good character. Um, he wasn't you know super funny, but everything that he said was at least chuckle worthy. So you know it, it, he didn't he didn't bother me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was kind of the highlight of the movie, to be honest. Uh, I I did kind of like Aquaman. Uh, I thought he was pretty cool. It, a little over the top, but still pretty cool. Um, and of course, you know, Wonder Woman stole every scene that she was in. Uh, I think... Uh, and, and there was just too much CGI. I hated Affleck. And uh, Cyborg <laughs> was pretty forgettable. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it, man. I was just I, I was I was waiting for things to be awesome, and they just never were for me. Okay. All right. Uh, you you want to go, Lance, or you nah, want me to go? Go ahead, go ahead, man. Okay. Um, I kind of came in the in this movie with a different mindset than I would say a Marvel movie because um, we talked about it before of uh, being more invested in those characters because mm-hmm. what is Marvel like 16, 17 movies deep right now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of went in there just off of what we know so far with the characters because I, I really enjoyed Man of Steel. Uh, Batman v Superman probably shouldn't have happened, at least not this soon. And um, Suicide Squad was fun, but was a movie that probably should not have happened at all because <laughs> you, you haven't even introduced all your heroes yet. Right. Um, Wonder Woman's fantastic. I still I rewatched it yes, recently. Definitely. Fantastic. Yeah. So I went into this with that's what we got so far, and I'm I'm already a comic book fan, so I know most of these characters. So, um, I, I did uh, I do agree with you, Philip. The CGI was fucking horrible. Uh, what's his name was horrible. Uh, Steppenwolf. Yeah, Steppenwolf yeah. was Awful. a CGI fucking. He was, was a, a CGI mess villain. Um, but overall for what it was I did enjoy it I I enjoyed all the characters except Batman because I think he phoned it in he got a paycheck if the rumors are correct that we're getting Jake Gyllenhaal next I'm fine with it Ben Affleck get the go Go. (laughs) if you don't want to fucking be Batman if you're not even going to fucking try Yes. And I know yeah. Jake. I have full confidence in Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, I thought Wonder Woman was fantastic. Again, um, um, we'll get into spoilers, but I really like what they did with the Flash. Um, they really dropped a lot of. If you didn't, if you knew what to look for, they were really trying to tell you who the Flash was as a character, as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Cyborg was. He was there. That that's it. He was there that's to round it. round out the group. Big old um, computer animated buddy, uh, which went with the rest of else? the computer animated. Movie. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I did enjoy Aquaman. Right. I, I like I like this portrayal of Aquaman. I, I don't want to see the the old comic book adaption yeah. with the orange, the green, and I like this version of it. Um, I read Aquaman. Superman, I I actually end, put aside the the messed up CGI face and all like that. I actually like there were scenes in there I really enjoyed. We'll get to uh, oh, yeah. especially when you first first inter, get first get when you first get to see Superman. I like that whole interaction right there. We'll, we'll, I want to talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Um, the story was kind of all over the place. It was a little it was rushed. We we sh- there's no way we should have got a Justice League movie this okay. fast, um, but I am confident that it will go forward on the right track because things I'm reading from now on uh, we're gonna get individual movies and they're gonna be standalone films. They're not gonna be connective. They're gonna be in the same universe, but um, basically how what they did with Wonder Woman is what we're gonna get with all the solo movies now. Okay, makes more and sense. the next. The next one we're getting is Aquaman, and I, I, I felt they kind of set his movie up pretty good. 
and uh, I'll get into that later. But overall, I'm I, I think it was definitely not fun. opposed to seeing an Aquaman movie, man. I'll I'll totally go watch that. Right. But um, overall, I thought it was fun. Yeah. Uh, I thought the the supporting cast was good. You know, uh, Jeremy Irons. Um, what is her name? Amber Heard. I liked her as Mira. Yeah, for the two minutes that she was in the movie. Yeah, because you know, Amber I could use more of her. Yeah, because she's <laughs> smoking hot. Um, I I am not a fan of Amy Amy Adams. I am not. Yeah, not. Uh, she's okay. She was grow up. She was in my favorite movie last year. Yeah, she was good in that, but it's I I don't like her in everything. And yeah. she's she's one of them actresses that they're they're throwing her name in there for Beverly for the the it uh, chapter two. I, I don't want to see her in that. Mm, okay. Well, you never know. Uh, but like I said, overall, I had fun with it for what it was. Um, I don't think it's going to kill the franchise. I think they could learn from their mistakes. And like I said, this movie with, with the Zack Snyder situation with his family, um, I think that's where the tone kind of got all jumbled. Because you bring in Josh Whedon, who's done the Avengers, which was more lighthearted, sure. jokey. And he's also written like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and stuff like that. That's a totally different style of director and writer to come in to do reshoots. So I did not understand why they brought him in. So, but and some some of the jokes I felt like were even there, like they were written well, but like the timing was bad or the delivery was bad or something. (laughs) It didn't fucking work, man. I I honestly I don't want. I, I don't need jokes in these DC movies. Everybody was complaining yeah. about they're too dark. Yeah, and, yeah, not enough comedy or whatever humor. Yeah, I, got, yeah I, got, I get that in yeah. my Marvel movies. And if I want the opposite, then DC was, you know, everybody complained because of Man of Steel, because of the, the destruction at the end of the movies. Well, I mean, he's a super being from another planet fighting another one. You know, what do you expect ha- is going to happen? And yeah. I don't. I, I think. I think we as not we as us, but overall people as uh, movie fans are getting a little spoiled. Yeah. Because we ask for one thing and then we get it, and then we want another thing, and yes. I don't. I don't there, think people are ever happy that, for sure. So, but overall, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. I think I'll be the lighthearted of the three of us on this one because I. I went into this. You guys know I went into this thing wanting to hate it. Oh yeah, I don't even think you wanted to watch it all. Dude, I did, no, I wanted to see Wish Upon instead of this. Remember? Oh god! I was like, "Fuck it, come on, man, let's get back to horror." I don't want to see this piece of shit. This is going to be you know horrible. What? Lance, I'll tell you what. Well, our next bonus episode, we we could do Wish Upon because <laughs> I, I like to talk more in depth okay. about that well, we movie. Get, we get, we'll get Nazone for that one. Fair hey, enough. Oh. You- Oh, you guys are going to gang up on me. He probably likes it. Oh, Oh, he loved it. Well, I haven't seen it yet, so we'll... we'll, In due time, boys, in due time. Okay. Um, No, I had a a great time at this movie. I had a lot of fun. I... I, Yes, I mean, there were shitloads of plot holes. Yes, the way that they... um, Well, I mean, you guys have already said Cavill's in the movie, and everybody knows it, so, you know, they had to do something to get him there. I think the way they brought him into the movie was incredibly fucking stupid. Made no sense. Big plot hole, really dumb idea. Um, yeah, uh, the right. CGI, like, the CGI didn't bother me that why much. Why did you decide that was going to work? You know what? The CGI didn't bother me that much because I had a lot of fun with the movie. I really loved. Okay, here's what I liked about it. Oh, and at the very, very beginning, the part you were talking about, Philip, that showed Cavill where he was like going to 
on somebody's phone there and you get these because uh, of course only little infant children run podcasts right all the adults do like actual <laughs> you know legitimate broadcasting right it's exactly. just little fucking punks that do podcasting so you go oh superman oh what do you what do you what makes you an american superman you know and all this bullshit i'm like oh here we go i'm gonna hate it i can't wait to dig my teeth into this but when they went to the scene after that and they introduced Batman, where he was battling the, the buzzing, you know, like the flying monster. In that oh, first yeah, scene, I was like fucking badass. I love that scene. And even more so when they introduced Wonder Woman. The scene where she was uh, in London and what she did at the beginning of the movie, I thought that was just amazing. And I'm like, okay, I think I might actually enjoy this. Um, I like the new characters they brought in. I thought Momoa was great. I mean, yeah, was he over the top? Yes, of course. Like when he grabbed the bottle of whiskey and drank the whole fucking bottle. man. It's it's yeah. nice to see a man's man in a fucking movie at this point. You know? Yeah, they were, awesome, they were, they were, they, yeah, they were trying to get across that he was badass. Yeah, well, they did. I mean, I, I, I bought it, and and then okay, and then you've got Ezra Miller, and at first I'm thinking, ah, oh, shit, this kid's gonna irritate the hell out of me. He's got all these fucking corny one-liners. That's all he's there for is just to tell jokes. But I don't know. I kind of warmed up to him a little bit. He reminds me, Philip. I was telling you this uh, last night. He re- he reminds me of a young, uh, very flamboyant Jimmy Fallon. He just. <laughs> He had that Jimmy Fallon look, that Jimmy Fallon style delivery. Um, I, I thought the kid was pretty good, man. He did what he was expected yeah. to do, you know. Um, he like he 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 straddles that line between annoying and funny really really well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At, at first, I didn't think I was going to like him, but I, but I kind of I kind of grew to like him in his role, and I actually liked Ray Fisher, the the cyborg character. I thought I thought he was. I mean, you know, he first of all, he's pretty much a teenager, which I thought was kind of weird putting him in there because he was from the Teen Titans. But, you know, as as Patrick explained to us, I guess he was in the Justice League at one point. So he was kind of an outsider and, and he kind of acted like one. You know, he was like it, it was a little bit hard to get to, to convince him to do the right thing because he felt like, you know, he had a lot of that teenage angst from what his dad did to him to. Well, let's not do t- give too much away, I guess, but. There's reasons that he had a lot of teenage angst, you know, and that he felt kind of isolated and and sort of as a loner. But I thought he got that that across really well, you know. I uh, the the backing characters were all you know pretty good. They they did what they what they were supposed to do. Um, yeah, I mean, did they try to cram too much into it? Probably, you know, they probably did. But um, yeah, at the end of the day, I really enjoyed this movie a whole lot more than I thought I was going to. I had a lot of fun. I'll put it that way. Um, you guys, you guys ready for scores? Yeah. Philip. Yeah. Uh, my, my wife really liked it. And a lot of other people that I've seen have, have, have really enjoyed this movie. And I, it leads me to wonder, am I wrong? Should I watch it again? Um, probably not. As it is, <laughs> yeah, as it is, uh, I'm, I'm going to, I can't give it more than a four. Like, I mean, there were some really <laughs> redeeming rough. scenes in it, but on a whole, I left right. really disappointed. Four CGI mustaches on ten, huh? Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, I think CGI it can only movie, go up from here, Brian. Yeah, I am I am on the other side. Um, I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Oh, wow. Um, I <laughs> went into this, I like I said, I recognize all the problems with it. I think 
I think from the jump, this was just, this was probably a nightmare to make this whole production. And DC has a lot, not DC. I'm not going to say DC Warner brothers because they got their hands all over this. They need, they got a lot of lessons to learn here. But like I said, I think they can only get better from here. Okay. Because I think this is what definitely way better than uh, Batman v Superman. This was their paint by numbers movie. This is yes. what they did to try to be more like Marvel. Yes. And um, and, and the other reason I, I say, go ahead. To. Oh, I was gonna say I don't I don't think that they need to be more like Marvel. Yeah, I don't I don't think so either. And uh, the other reason I think they can only get better from here is because this this was being filmed at same time at the same time as Wonder Woman. And I think they was already well into production on this and saw what ha- what what could happen when done right with Wonder Woman. I think it's only going to get better from here. So um, I went into it just going. I don't know. I, it is what it is. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I had fun. And yeah. we'll get into spoilers. I'll, I'll probably talk about all the stuff I liked because, you know, I. Maybe I came off like I bashed this movie a little bit too much, but I did have fun overall. Yeah. So uh, seven and a half. Yeah. So did, so did I, man. I give it. I give it a strong seven. I, I give it a seven out of ten. I really enjoyed the movie. Quite that, a bit. Su- that surprises me because yep. you just totally did not want to watch this movie. No. And you man, didn't I'm even. You I didn't did. even. You didn't even finish uh, Batman v Superman, did you? I couldn't. Couldn't. Couldn't even finish the last half hour or so of it. Oh, and I love the stingers too, which we'll get into later if you guys saw them. Yes, but, yes, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, Speak, thanks for of, thanks for the heads up, Philip. About yeah. the about the yeah, yeah. I was say there's, there's uh, two my, day for the movie. Yeah, because my uh, my theater was crazy. Every every showing was sold out, and mm-hmm. if you wouldn't have told me about those those two stingers, I probably would as soon as the movie was over, I probably would have got my kids and jumped up and got out of there because it was packed. Uh, and they were they were they were worth waiting for. Well, speaking yeah. of speaking of which, you guys ready to say we're going to spoil? Spoil it. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. All right, Philip. What about the stingers, man? Uh, so I really liked the uh, Lex Luthor one, where, yes, where that they're, was awesome. they're going to find a league of their own. <laughs> that nice. was the greatest line ever, man. <laughs> I really love that. Which that portrayal of Lex Luthor I liked better than what he did, and yeah, and I we got his acting in that little half a scene better than mm-hmm. most of the acting through the whole fucking movie, man. It just, I could not get right. into this shit. I really couldn't. Makes sense. I, I kept get it. feeling like they were sitting on a Hollywood set surrounded by just, you know, green screens. And shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right? I'm telling you, dude, the whole yeah. fucking movie. I mean, they could have filmed this in 1994 and then updated right. it now and it was in the same goddamn thing. I felt weird when the Flash came in and his like actual costume that was actually on his body. Right. <laughs> it's like, wow, that's out of place. Yeah, yeah. it looked and, strange. And in this scene, we get our first uh, glimpse of Joe Maganello as uh, Deathstroke. Oh yes, that's oh, right. I yeah. thought that's he right. looked 
perfect as Deathstroke. Yeah. And I like that 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 line that you said, Philip, about the uh, starting a league of their own because they're probably talking about the Legion of Doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I want to ask you guys: uh, uh, Did you guys get the feeling of when that decoy that was in the prison cell? Mm-hmm. Uh, the way he was laughing led me to believe that possibly the Joker uh, broke Lex Luthor out. Hmm. Yeah. Could, what, that would oh, be awesome. That, that would, would be, be awesome. awesome. Yeah. See, that's what I liked about the movie. There, there was some some world building in this, mm-hmm. and those were the things that I really enjoyed. Um, like the I'm 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 anticipating the Aquaman movie because I was wondering, are we going to get a prequel? What are we going to get with Aquaman? But in this movie, they let you know that he's not even the king of Atlantis. He's been kind of doing his own thing for a while. Right. Yeah. Because when we went. And he interacts with Mirror. They're not even married, and she's like his future wife. So ah, cool. All right. So that let me know where the movie's going. Yeah, and um, there was a little rumor about the kid that was doing the podcast Mm -hmm. in the beginning. That that's Billy Batson, who Ah, is Shazam. Sure. I don't know. I don't know how true that is, but um, that scene was corny as hell, man. Yeah, (laughs) that scene was corny as hell. Uh, another thing, yeah. Another thing I kind of liked. I liked the the when they were telling the story about the the first time Steppenwolf came. Mm-hmm. How uh, yeah. everybody everybody united, right? And you you know you got a finally we got a little glimpse of the the Green Lanterns, even though it yeah. wasn't the actual ones. Which that right. I kind of didn't like because they they showed up before to fight. Steppenwolf. Oh, where, I loved it when the Green Lantern Corps showed up. That was really awesome. Yeah, which I led, wasn't expecting that. I like that in that in that sense. Mm-hmm. But when he showed up a second time, where were they then? I don't know. Good question. Good question. Well, I don't know. I guess they I wasn't the memo scared of this villain through the whole movie, so mm-hmm. I don't know that they needed the Green Lantern Corps to come mess with this low level dude who got <laughs> eaten by his own <laughs> fucking people. Like, right. what kind of bitch-ass <laughs> death is that? Mm-hmm. The good guys didn't even beat you. Your own dudes did. Right. They sensed your fear and came and got you. <laughs> that was kind of yeah. dumb. <laughs> uh, that right. was kind of anticlimactic, I will admit. And uh, I had brought up before that um, I think they're building uh, Barry Allen's character very nicely because yeah? he yeah. lets you know... Not just he's fast, but like when you get when you see his like lair, I guess you call his lair or where he lives and stuff. He has all those TV screens mm-hmm. going on at the same time. That's because yes. he he needs he needs to be stimulated by a lot of different things at once because that's how fast he's moving all the time. Oh, cool! And it's and nice I like detail. you know he's 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 always talking about he needs to eat he needs to eat because his metabolism. Yeah. And then they dropped they dropped a couple lines. I don't know if any because. I got more familiar with the Flash uh, watching the first couple seasons of the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, he dropped a line about knowing gorilla uh, sign language, and then he said "gorilla sign language," which okay. there's a char- character called Gorilla Grodd. Gorilla Grodd, sure. So, so that's just more uh, world building, and mm-hmm. that's what was keeping me in the. Uh, another thing that was keeping me into the movie because there was there was a lot of Easter eggs dropped throughout this movie. Yeah, I agree. I thought I thought some of it. Great. 
Yeah, like I said, the first couple, I was like, oh, are we going to have to deal with this for the whole movie? But then, I, yeah, I started yeah. settling into it. I thought, he, I thought he was really funny. Yeah, and I, I liked how he was just excited to be a part of the Justice League. Because yeah. every time you got one of those shots of, you know, the, the little pan around of everybody just kind of posing. Yes. He is just staring at them, especially Wonder Woman. There was a scene that kind of cracked me up. He's just mm-hmm. staring at her, like, in awe. Yeah, of and course. He, I, I, I love that. He was just happy to be there. And uh, Another thing I want to bring up real quick. Uh, did you guys catch the original uh, Superman and 89 Batman theme songs? Yeah, oh, the, the music. Oh, I'm glad you brought the music up, dude. Elfman did some great things with that soundtrack, didn't he? Yes, he did. And the Wonder uh, Woman theme. In the, scene, in the scene with Wonder Woman early on, they were playing that. And yeah, you're right. Yeah. It was the original themes, man. Very well I, that, done. That was, I really, really love that they threw those in there. Yeah, the mu- music was one yeah. of my favorite parts of the movie, for sure. And uh, another thing that... Uh, am I, I, I don't mean to take up the whole time here. Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, another thing that somebody pointed out to me, um, the guy that played the original Jimmy Olsen from the mm-hmm. original, uh, he, he was the prison guard that was signing Barry Allen in to see his dad. No way! Really? Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I didn't recognize him, but somebody had pointed it out, and then I, I looked it up, and uh, the actor is uh, Mark McClure. Okay. And so okay. I thought that was a that was a good callback since uh, they killed off Jimmy Olsen in Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I feel like they had all the right pieces. They just followed the wrong IKEA directions or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, but no. like I said, I've so, a lot, a lot more fun was, than I expected. The scene with Superman, okay, when they first brought him back. Oh, Is that what you're I, talking about that didn't make any sense? Yeah, it was terrible. Where they dropped okay. the leather box into the water and... Yeah, how did they figure right. that out? I have no idea. Because Batman, Batman said there was a fraction of a chance. Ah, or okay. a percent of Why? a chance. I, I, <laughs> that must be true. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was stupid, but... Yeah. I did. I did enjoy Bad Amnesia Superman. Hell yeah! I liked it. Probably the coolest scene in the movie. I, li- I, like I, I like that part where the Flash was running around him, and you could see his eye moving along. Yeah. The oh Flash yeah, face. I love that because you see it. You see it on the Flash's face because he just he did never realize how fast Superman was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that which, was his oh shit moment. <laughs> yeah, which uh, we didn't even talk about the other credit scene of them racing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's in the comic books, right? Yeah, and I love that Superman was uh, asked him, so uh, what coast do you want to race to? <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> oh, he turned the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, but, I, do do I like this kid as much as, uh, like, Spider-Man? They got the kid prob- that they have playing Spider-Man? Probably not. <laughs> no. Right. But he's still funny in his own right, and I think mm-hmm. that I'm... I'm I'm probably most excited about a, a standalone Flash movie. Yeah, and one of the reasons I'm excited for the Flash because they're supposed to be doing the Flashpoint storyline. Right, you were telling mm-hmm. us about that a few weeks ago. Yeah, so I think they're going to try to change some things within the DC uh, universe or movie universe here because the Flashpoint is uh, basically him going back to change something that he wants to change and basically altering timeline and everything's mm-hmm. all messed up 
which would bring back Jeffrey D. Morgan as Batman, because in that in that uh, storyline, uh, Thomas Wayne is Batman, not uh, Bruce Wayne. So you think that would be? You think he'll be playing Batman as as Negan? Um, (laughs) carried in the movie, but. I, we'll have to see what they do here because, like I said, right. when I heard the news of Jake Gyllenhaal, I was really intrigued Pretty with excited, him playing huh? back. Yeah, and they said I the whole age thing was not going to play a part. I watched this fucking movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, we get it, Philip. You didn't like it. <laughs> we get it. Goddamn athlete. <laughs> was okay. Just, just want to ask: Did he bother you more as Bruce Wayne or Batman? No, I liked him when he was just Bruce Wayne. I hated him mm-hmm. when he was Batman with no mask. Ah, okay. Which was like ninety percent of the goddamn movie, man. And then he had his little right. jokes that he did. Like and I have I, like, no superpowers. Okay. I'm rich. <laughs> What's your? No, superpower? I liked I'm that rich. one. I thought that one was good. But his okay. little like uh, there were. There was one scene in particular that I cannot get out of my head because it made me so mad. It was when he was, uh, I can't remember what he was coming away from, but he did this little roll in his eyes and straightening his costume thing. Oh, no. Um, I think after somebody had hit him in the face or something. Right. And uh, it, it, it was supposed to be funny, and it wasn't at all. And then Henry Cavill had a couple of moments, too, where he threw some jokes out there that you weren't even sure were really jokes. <laughs> and you know what happened in my audience? Uh-huh. Fucking crickets. That's what happened. <laughs> that have been jokes. <laughs> I was like, was that a, was that a joke? Because that wasn't funny at all. <laughs> Ay, anyway. yeah. Oh, man. What else, guys? Any other points you, you guys want to oh. bring up before we... The uh, the Aquaman sitting on um, Wonder Woman's truth lasso. Moment. Oh yeah, that was my favorite scene of the movie, man. <laughs> I know. Yes. I love that. Yes. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was well written. He goes, "You, you're fine." <laughs> <laughs> like it started out, and I was like, "Where is right. this coming from? This shit right. does not make any sense at all. This goddamn movie." <laughs> and then he stands up and pulls out the truth lasso, and I was like. Oh, okay. There you have it. It got me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You guys uh, ready to wrap it up? Yeah, I think we've... We've... uh, This movie is very decisive. uh, Divisive, I'm sorry. Yeah, and I didn't think it would be. Well, I mean, I thought... I thought Philip would really like it. Uh, Brian, I thought you'd you'd be somewhere, you know, middle to high, and I thought I'd give it like a two. I, I didn't boy. even think you were going to give it a two. Man, I almost, surprised. <laughs> I almost gave it a two. Like, I'm yeah. not joking. I like Suicide Squad <laughs> better than this movie. I, wow. I kind of like Batman v Superman better than this movie. Oh, ouch. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, like I'm saying, I don't. am I wrong? I need to like go back hmm. and watch it again because everybody else seems to be like, oh, yeah, it wasn't bad. It was, it was okay. And well, I'm, that's, I, me, oh, that's I, me with I, Thor. So. I, I did like that scene, though, the callback. To Batman v Superman, the Do You Bleed? Yeah, oh, like I said, yeah. I see there were a really, lot of lines in here. I really, I really like Bad Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you were, when you were, I, I knew that's the scene you were talking about because, uh, yeah, when he said that, I was like, "Who Superman's a bad?" He had, he kind of had the, see, yeah, he yeah, kind of had the voice uh, of like Batman. How mm-hmm. Batman has that kind of yeah. gruffled voice? Absolutely. Yeah. 
That was, then, that, that was pretty funny. Or that yeah. was pretty awesome. And yeah, then, and then on the ground. Go ahead. <laughs> you guys uh, are both talking at the same time. Sometimes I'm sorry. Talk is raised. Go ahead, Philip. I'm sorry, dude. And then, uh, so Batman laying on the ground afterwards, and he's like, oh, yep, I think I'm bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> that was like his only funny line. Every every right. other joke he had just tanked. Yeah, that was, I was going to say, and then Amy Adams came and ruined oh, the yes. scene. <laughs> yeah, twist, I'm not a fan of her. Yeah, that was borderline Martha. That Martha uh, scene. Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. Yeah, but, yeah. I think we've I think we've talked enough. All right, yeah. cool. I mean, people are gonna see it. So what the fuck? I mean, do you have any box office numbers on this one yet, Brian? Or are we gonna cover that uh, next week? Next week. Um, it's. Yeah. I think it's a. Within the first two days, it I think it made over at least two hundred million at least. Wow. So, okay. It's um, judging by my theater. My theater was. Uh, I had to see this in IMAX. I couldn't even use my movie pass. Oh, wow. really? Because okay. everything was sold out. Hmm. So, the uh, okay. majority of people I heard uh, uh, like it so far. Yeah. All right. That's what I've heard too. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll make a deal with you, Philip. You, if you watch this one again, I'll watch Thor again. Deal. Okay. Deal. So we'll come back and, and see if we give new scores. Fair enough? Yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, listen, uh, thanks for listening to the Horror Returns, guys. You guys know how to reach us. Um, next week, we got a real special treat for you guys, another uh, really, really special guest on the show. And we're going to have film and television music composer uh, Las Elkier. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure he'll correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but we're going to be bringing you guys a show all about music and horror movies. So that should be yep. really exciting. And uh, what do we have coming up after that, Brian? Can you give give our listeners a little pre- preview? I know we got The Shape of Water at some point, right? Uh, yeah. Let me pull it up real here. Uh, yes, we actually... Um, we're going to have a special guest... Uh, to do a, a Christmas horror episode, uh, oh, yes. Darren Brock. Uh, we're going to be reviewing Silent Night, Deadly Night, A Christmas Horror Story, and Red Christmas. Uh, nice, starring uh, D. Wallace. Cool. So we're going to get ready for the holidays uh, in yeah. two weeks. And uh, after that, we will have The Shape of Water awesome. from Guillermo del Toro, and we'll also be doing The Creature from the Black Lagoon. Ooh. And after that. Uh, Star Wars. Yes, and another guest. Yeah, we got a lot of guests coming up. Yes. All right, cool. I think uh, Denny, Denny, and uh, and Jay are going to be on that one with us. Yep. All right. And to uh, oh, real quick, and to finish the month out, uh, we will be doing the Netflix movie Bright and Alien Nation, and I believe okay. uh, Ke- Kevin will be joining us. Oh, fantastic! For that one. Fantastic, man. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be an exciting uh, end of year wrap up. So uh, until the horror returns again, Philip. Good night. Batman's mustache. Wait, he's mustache. <laughs> <laughs>